and then at one point I was like well and I did like I did fully take like my shorts off (laughs) and I was just in my underwear like dancing in front of everybody and then I did fully pull the back of my underwear down and like shake my ass on one of my friends (laughs) oh my god Manic Pixie Jumpscare Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart Hi, we're We're Quinn Quinn, and we're we're Becca Becca. and welcome to Manic Pixie Jumpscare a podcast where Becca and I talk openly about our shared delusions passions and, and love, love for love. each other. Did it again. Did it again. Did it again. Crazy. <laughs> back to back. back. <laughs> I don't know. Mutiny. A damn um, mutiny. <laughs> mutiny. Honey. Episode. Episode eight. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. Wow. <laughs> um, it's crazy. Yeah, it's been two weeks since we've spoken at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we do talk, guys. We are true friends outside of this. Becca and I have a gag actually. We're not allowed <laughs> to talk to each other. We're not on. We like to keep it on Save ice. It. No, but it is, it is something I do want to be forthright with the audience about because it's something people might not know when starting a podcast with their bestie that like... Mm-hmm that's about being friends and about like each other because people are always like oh what's your podcast about I'm like me and Becca obviously yeah um what could be a more interesting topic at the end of the day (laughs) and it's weird because Becca and I like fully like when we log on to these zooms we're like hey uh, uh." (laughs) that's how I feel and I'm like and then when we actually like we like get into the episode and then like when we like take our little breaks and stuff we're always like Mm -hmm. so fun exactly Uh, like oh we're friends and (laughs) The worst part for me is always at the end, though, when it's like, I'm like, I can't talk to you any longer because I'm so tired. I had so much fun, but I'm like, I need to end the Zoom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just painful. It's just painful because Mm -hmm. when we're in person, I could go off your energy for hours. We have Mm -hmm. on the street corner. It's so easy. It's so easy. But just on the computer, it's just different, I think. Yeah. Um. But that being said, let's jump right into this mm-hmm. podcast. I know for this catch up, I know that something has been really affecting you lately. And I don't want to blame myself, <laughs> but I know I, I'd like to think I had something to do with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think our season. Yes, I think our astrological conversation really like spurred something in me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because for whatever reason, cancer season this year, I I feel like an emotional live wire. Um, Whoa. Yes. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes, okay. I feel so deeply, um, which is hard for me because as we heard in my chart, I'm not somebody who does well with big emotions in like a star way. Mm-hmm. The stars say so. It's not even my fault. But yeah, <laughs> yeah I have just felt like I could cry like at any moment at so many things like I like I just I get so emotional like a Whitney Houston song baby I'm getting so emotional (laughs) and part of it does because I did something I did do for myself is I did I 
did upgrade to Astro Future Premium because I needed to like understand a little bit more. Good, good. And so you can see my little element chart, not me exposing my lighting. Oh no. Um, (laughs) But like, look at all that water right there. That whole little section is water. Oh, so it's just all of your personal placements right now are just, yeah. And my, and um, also my like yin and yang, feminine and masculine, my, weirdly enough, my um, (laughs) birth chart is very masculine. Mm. Like whatever that means, like whatever, if it, I don't know if it matches up with the yin and the yang or if it's like the yin or the yang, but Right now, my feminine energy is like going crazy, which like people who know me is like, Quinn, your feminine energy is also is always going crazy. But <laughs> in the stars, the stars have it. The stars are foretelling. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I've just, I've, I've been crying. <laughs> Does like, it feel I, good? Yeah, a little bit. Not like good. actually, because I, I actually, I wrote a whole, like one day I sat down and in my morning pages, I wrote three pages on crying, just the topic of crying. I wrote three pages. The, topic. <laughs> the science behind that. The topic of crying. It's good. Cause when I was a little, when I was a kid, I used to cry so much, like not as like a baby baby. Cause obviously I don't remember that. But mm-hmm. when I was like, uh, you know, like young child, like from like mm-hmm. ages, like four to about, eight nine I remember crying so much and it's like, so upsetting to be mm-hmm. that young and throwing temper tantrums and like all that yeah. and oh my god something I think about all the time is in Taylor Swift's um long pond sessions like the documentary that went along like the kind of docu yeah, music thing that went along with it mm-hmm when they were explaining the song seven she says something to the effect of you know, there was a time in my life when I was like young and everything was like a huge issue. And I like did, I like let out everything like right when I felt it. And like, yeah. when did I learn to stop doing that? Uh... <laughs> and that's why she has Grammys. That's why she has Grammys, folks. No. And it's like, I think about that all the time. It's like, it's like, that was so... Oh like that impulse oh my god like that impulse of my young self to like cry and like exert and throw like tantrums and shit like that so was freeing. like it was like it was like stymied out of me by like society and like I know my parents listen to this so like I didn't I, it's not like all your guys's fault don't worry but like I just felt <laughs> like there was like weird stuff around like crying and masculinity and all this like weird stuff about feeling too feminine as like a boy growing up and being socialized as a boy and stuff like that and so all that shit and like so now even when I feel like I do want to cry I feel like I can't mm-hmm. like it doesn't like like the response doesn't like I have to be extremely like upset mm-hmm. like at a funeral was the last time I cried um like actually Aww. and so yeah but <laughs> I love crying yeah no it's so and every time I cry I'm like why don't I do this more yeah, I need exactly. to do it more. I need to be one of those people. And I think it might be one of those things that comes to me with like age. Because have you ever noticed that like adults cry a lot too? They do. My mom cries all the time. Samesies. Samesies. She gets made fun of it. Like she gets, I don't know, like people tease her about it. Like, <gasps> really? oh, she's crying. Like, I don't know. Because it's like, yeah, she will cry at every single movie we watch. Mm-hmm. 
she will find a way to cry. Mm-hmm. That's her life. She's a cancer. <laughs> That's her relief. Let her go. <laughs> Crying for cancers is like, you know, meat for the crabs. Like It's our bread and butter, They babe. need to have it, yeah. It's, it's their yeah. natural state. So, mm-hmm. yeah, something about this cancer season, I've been feeling just, just so, just so emotional. And not even, like, bad feelings. I just truly feel like I can, like, cry it literally. Like, a lot, there's, like, a lot of stuff going on all the time. Becca and I had a little full disclosure pre-catch-up catch-up where I told her some intimate details about my life and like mm-hmm. like stuff like that was happening and like other stuff and like it goes back to that Nicole Kidman thing it's like I cry often <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's also cancer right I discovered that I don't know I did not look it's up her chart that, that was your job <laughs> you're right <laughs> joking um <laughs> So yeah, cancer season has me down a little bit, Um, but Becca, what are some general themes or specific events (laughs) even, anything you want to catch up on? In my life? Yes. Oh, me? Yeah. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, No, no, for real. So, okay. I would like to say, I'd like to pat myself on the back. Uh No, not even. I just want to bring up that I fear I actually might secretly be a girl boss, like full on Uh a girl boss. Uh Because the other day I picked up a shift at Ulta Beauty. So I was like, already like, okay, you know, I'm going to get extra hours, whatever. This is, this is nice. I arrive on the scene. They say, oh, by the way, today we are doing a contest. Whoever can get the most people to sign up for our ultimate rewards credit cards gets a free product for every card sign up and gets a gift card to whoever, wherever they choose and a free Starbucks. So I said, guess what is my mission today? to plow all you other other girls <laughs> into the ground <laughs> i was a not joking challenge for a woman like you to have <laughs> exactly if you offer me things <laughs> oh my god because <laughs> i want becca, i feel like when becca really wants to she could sell you know water with fish like it's like it's <laughs> literally so she has I... the business acumen it's built within me. And I realized that when I won the contest, obviously, yeah, you did. not only that, I was the only person who got anyone to sign up. That yeah. Like landslide. Day. Yeah. So like no one even victory. had a chance. So it was crazy. So how many lines of credit did you establish? Four, which is, <laughs> I don't know crazy. if you expected it to be a lot more. But well, when you say nobody else sold one the entire day, <laughs> like that's a, like, I wasn't, I was going to say like somewhere between five and 10 maybe, but like, obviously it's like a credit card. So like, yeah, Buku people aren't signing up for it. But like the fact that right. also four is really impressive considering nobody else sold a single one. Well, yeah. The reason they did the contest is because the day before zero people signed up the whole day. Mm. And yeah, it's like usually during a shift, like my goal is to get at least one. Mm-hmm. Because they want you to have like one person sign up every 50 people you check out. Mm-hmm. So that's like, I did like probably double that that day. 
So there I go, girl bossing <laughs> away. There Crazy. you go. But it kind of scared me. No, my mom would always try to get me. There was one time she like tried to get me to sign up for one of those when we were like checking out for like furniture for my apartment. And I was like, and then I got rejected because I do not have any credit. Fun fact about me. I got rejected at Ulta. <laughs> I tried to get it because I don't have a credit card either. It's fine. Um, but if you do shop at Ulta, <laughs> not me trying to sell it on the pod, but I'm like, it is really worth it. Come in, ask Rebecca anyway. Um, but yeah, so I fear I'm a girl boss and I'm, I fear I'm better. I'm also, I mean, I'm very competitive mm-hmm. and that's something that I struggle with sometimes. Yeah. Um, another place Becca and I are energetically aligned. We're both very competitive people. Yeah. That is mm-hmm. an area where like, I, I don't know, I can't control myself that much. <laughs> heat of competition. There's something about it. Yeah. I either like care way too much or I give up completely because I know mm-hmm. if I know I'm going to lose. So exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, cause I'm always, I'm the same way I say yeah. I'm either going to give it everything I have or I'm not going to do it at all. No in-betweens. It's like when yep. a neuron, I always compare it to when a neuron shoots in your head because when I took AP psychology in high school, my teacher would always emphasize that like a question on the AP exam would be, when a neuron, when there's like a neuron response, it's an all or nothing response. And so that's how I view myself. Yes. In my life at large, which is kind of a problem. It's, it's good because the things that I'm passionate about, I'm really passionate about and I like do forever, Mm -hmm. but like the things that I like don't have particular passions for, but like need to do, I'm like, I know that's also an issue with, I do nothing in moderation. Mm-hmm. they say moderation is the best way to live i do nothing in moderation mm-hmm. i'm so all or nothing it's not a word yeah not a word it's in our crazy. vocabulary <laughs> yeah so yeah well becca mm-hmm. i also have heard on the street that you oh. have been partaking in one of <laughs> my guilty pleasures yes below deck <laughs> it's I was so, so good i literally wrote in our we outline all the episodes and i literally made a comment on Becca's, and i wrote yas under yes. it. yeah no it's so good my mom and i have been watching mm-hmm. and we're now on season seven we already watched okay the down Is under seven? oh below no, deck down under mm-hmm. um we finished that there's only one season out mm-hmm. that one was fantastic i yeah. can't wait for another season so, wait maybe we're on season eight rachel is the chef right now <gasps> she's one of the best people on the show ever she, she needs to be on the side crazy <laughs> rachel is crazy i will say like girl come on the pod you are crazy <laughs> love and respect have you gone to when she walks off the boat Oh yeah, oh, she fully yeah. quit. <laughs> she fully quit and came back the next day. Yeah. Like that was insane. I feel like all the chefs are just crazy. Yeah. But she's at least the most talented. Yeah, she seems to be like and it's nice because like she's the first, she was like the first woman chef they ever had. Um yeah. on the US franchise. Um and yeah, I, yeah, Below Deck, I don't know, like, what it is about that show, because I am not, 
as we've talked about on this pod, I'm a big fan of like reality competition shows Mm -hmm. and I've never been able to get into like, I'm not like a housewives person. I'm not, you know, whatever person because I, I need there to be like an objective. Yeah. And so maybe that's what I enjoy about Below Deck is that there is an objective in that so for those of you who don't know the premise of Below Deck, I guess oh, yeah. should have explained that first. Um, I, th- I feel like we've talked about it on this before, but um, Below Deck chronicles the lives of people who work on commercial yachts. Mm-hmm. So um, really rich people will charter yachts for, the show has like a certain format that's not super true to like the actual yachting industry. Listen to me talk about this because I have like like listen to the amount of like I have looked into this like this is that all or nothing thing like when I when I like you know the yachting literally I need to like when I'm like what's the ins and out of the yachting industry when I'm watching this yeah anyway so basically how the show works is like three days they have a charter guest and so the whole crew works like making that charter guest and it's like first of all the boat is like the nicest hotel you've ever stayed at they're like 150 foot yachts I think it's a Mm -hmm. big deal they also talk it's like a big deal how big the boat is like you'll hear people say oh I've worked on a 150 foot sailing yacht I've worked on a 500 foot cruise ship I've worked on all these vessels and stuff like that but they don't the show also is not very hand-holdy and like explaining like what everything means I, find. I still don't yeah I don't it's still I still get so confused on yeah. what level of the boat they eat dinner versus breakfast at yeah I still don't I don't know what a knot is no. um port well yeah bow. port aft bridge deck aft. like I don't know what yeah. any of those words mean <laughs> Me but like either. I know when someone's in the wrong place yeah and so <laughs> basically so there's a there's the interior team which is like the stewards who are the people mm-hmm. who kind of walk around and wait on the guests mm-hmm. and then there's the exterior who are the people who are like constantly cleaning the boat all the time all the time oh and they god. set up like the slides toys. yeah toys. the slides oh my god the villain of every season of below deck is the water slide they have inflatable yes. water slides on every boat that literally it's so funny because like you'll see it and the guests clearly use it for like it takes at least an hour to set up mm-hmm. and it's like it looks like it weighs at least like 300 like pounds, pounds. Yeah, yeah 300 400 pounds and they have to like there are four there are only four people on deck usually like on the exterior four or mm-hmm. five maybe and they all have to help like get out this hundred pound like multi-hundred pound slide and blow it up and like all this stuff and like you can tell the guests use it for like an hour and they're like oh my god that was fun (laughs) yeah and then they put it back it's such a waste I feel like yeah yeah so but yeah and then there's all this stuff and they're like like the people the people they find to like put on these boats it's crazy crazy have you seen so you've seen like every season up to season eight yes yeah I I started watching last December like December 2020 because I was at my grandparents house and my grandparents were really into it and so then I started watching and then I finished I don't know if it was winter break or when I went home in May of this year but like I I finished my consumption of like the main franchise I haven't looked into like and now so there's below deck which is like the regular below deck It's not exactly, it's like an American production, but they're not all Americans, which is the other fun thing because like 
they have like a bunch of people from like anglo-speaking countries and so like the uk south africa america australia lots Mm -hmm. of fun accents which becca and i are a big fan of so big fans and so yeah so becca what are some of your favorite things about the show who are some of your favorite characters favorite moments even i will defend kate the chief steward till I literally die. I am <laughs> so obsessed with another, her. Another person we need on this podcast, Kate Chastain, please. Kate, please come on. I am so obsessed with her. I think my mom, like before, because my mom started watching it before me, before uh-huh. I started watching with her. And she was like, Kate's kind of like a bitch, but she's really, really funny. Mm-hmm. And I, I started watching, I said, mom, no, she is not. She does what she has to do only rarely is she in the complete wrong usually someone is antagonizing her Mm -hmm. there were okay the season that just ended where ashton was the bosun season seven is the worst season season seven is like it's or not the worst season but it's so uncomfortable the frustrating it's so so uncomfortable to watch there's this there's this season season seven of below deck it was it it devolved into this really weird like like boys versus, versus girls. girls yeah yes and it and was, it was like, dangerous literally yeah they were like so trying, dangerous like the men were all conspiring to get like this one woman like fired mm-hmm. like actually multiple women fired like they were trying yeah. to, like, they were out for blood trying to get people literally kicked off the boat like yeah. it was it was honestly yeah no that season was like I think that was like the second to last season I watched maybe because mm-hmm. I didn't watch them in like order but yeah. I had watched, it was weird because I watched season six and I like really, like Ashton was like, so good, good, like a good character. He literally almost died. Yeah. Like, and survived. Guys, it was like a huge truly thing. crazy clip where Ashton gets like pulled by one of the tow lines of the boat and he like, like he gets pulled into the water. And he's and, drowning uh, fully. No, and but the drowning wouldn't have killed him. Apparently, what they say is if the boat had kept going, one of the camera guys like literally swooped into action and was like pulling the ropes or whatever. But if the yeah. boat had kept going, it would have ripped his foot off and he would have bled out. Yeah, because the line was attached to the tender, so it would have pulled a circle so tight around his ankle that it would have literally just like taken severed his foot, his foot off. off. Yeah. Ugh. Like yeah. So <laughs> boo. boo. <laughs> No, and then we were all like, oh, yay, Ashton's coming back. And then he was just a, oh, my God, and that fucking chef. That chef was I don't remember that flop's name, but he was a flop. And that is Kevin. And he was, like, one of the worst chefs ever. Yeah, he was bad. Like, his food looked like you could just order it at, like, out. Chili's. Yeah, literally. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Chili's. fuck no 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 disrespect really disrespect disrespect to kevin not disrespect to chili's because y'all i hate chili's and outback (laughs) they know what their brand is kevin from below deck he thinks he didn't get it he didn't get it he doesn't get it no and he's like like leon was a better chef than him yeah seriously okay you want to talk about some season three was like a good season there's good drama but it's like doesn't get personal yeah no, but okay, I do have to talk about in mm-hmm. when Ashton okay, so they like do the charters, they're like three or four days, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then they have like a night where they go out mm-hmm. and that's like a lot of good stuff happens then. And, the and 
in the cab in the cab back to the boat after going out ashton for the second time tried to kiss kate the chief steward our babe without asking she like like was like ew get off a little bit and wasn't got, even like, rude fun. about it yeah then later yeah like she moved seats away from him i think and then like literally they're all like kind of making fun of this one guy's mom on the crew they're like oh tanner's mom talks like this mm-hmm. and then kate goes literally all she says is i'm tired about talking about tanner's mom ashton how's your mom he goes don't you bring my family into this he fucking punches the window of the van and ashton and like, okay it's for scary those you, for those of you who don't know ashton's this huge guy like a juice head so, like yeah. literal like he's huge like he is yeah. like i don't know how tall he is but he had he's like a he's like a so big buff. like bodybuilder frame like he's de- and like kate he's- is so tiny and kate is this <laughs> tiny waif of a woman like <laughs> just a speck like oh, yes like, literally like she's she's like long and lean and like yeah yeah and it's so like petite. i like i yeah that was a really uncomfortable moment too because it's like uh yeah like he like he's been so fired. much bigger than her he's so yeah. much bigger than her and like now, punching a window like that anger was directed at her he just punched the window instead of her yeah yeah that crazy was, yeah that was really weird yeah and then no my favorite was seeing like captain lee and kate they're like my otp i love I them i love them um and captain lee was like if i had known that was like happening captain lee is also the u.s franchise there's been one captain the whole entire franchise and he's like mm-hmm. the he's kind of like the main character in a way but like yeah if the main character was like he's very much it's kind of like house of gucci like he's Maurizio gucci in that he's the main character but he's also like the least like dramatic person if that makes sense yeah definitely <laughs> that's a high level analogy for all of our lgbts <laughs> out there um, stay strong guys yeah for sure but um yeah and so captain lee was like if I had known that was going on, I wouldn't have kept Ashton on. He would have gotten fired. <laughs> That's a great impression. He would have gotten fired. <laughs> he would have gotten fired. My favorite thing, um, I love the Captain Lee isms and when he's like, he his mouth is writing a check his ass can't cash. Literally, he always has sayings are like, he's like, my dick is out and the wind's blowing south or something <laughs> like, he's like, like he's like so weird and sometimes they get super graphic like one time he like said something about dragging his balls through glass he's like <laughs> i'd rather drag my balls through glass for 21 miles than <laughs> uh, he truly is just an Your old cartoon man. character yeah <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> Oh God. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But Blow Deck, an amazing, amazing, amazing show. So I good. also do have a little, I do have to say, I do have a crush on Eddie. Oh yeah, me too. I have a I crush have a, on Eddie and Kate. I have a sure. big crush on Eddie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and some seasons, especially when he uh, when he comes back for like season eight, and especially like last season, like last season he was legitimately like annoying, season nine. Oh, um really? yeah he does season nine is not a good season for the eddie stance um oh no but um he um he's just he's just so gosh darn cute like there's yeah he is he's so something goofy. about him he's just a, and he's so goofy and funny <laughs> i love it <laughs> yeah and becca i hear you're preparing for a trip oh i sure am uh-huh 
I am ready to go full Cheetah Girls 2 in Barcelona. <laughs> I did not know this at all. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I thought I told you that. Wow. My One of my dearest friends from high school, Nila, is, has lived in Barcelona now for a year. Oh, really? Yeah, studying and um, now has a job there. Um, yeah, so I was like, okay, I probably have to visit her because when else am I gonna get to go to have a free stay in Barcelona I just pay mm-hmm. for a flight so I'm really excited it's gonna be so hot I'm preparing myself mm-hmm. but I'm really excited I've never been out of the country <gasps> yay oh my god yeah. this is so I've also fun. never I've never flown alone also oh really but I like flying so mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be an issue mm-hmm yeah. Oh my god, that's so exciting! Yeah. And I I have a new Spanish connection, as Becca and I discussed, but that's for a later date for the pod. But we'll mm-hmm. we'll keep you guys satiated. But yeah. And I hear you just got you just came back from vacation. It did. Where were you? I was like all around a little bit, but for last weekend, well like two weekends ago now whatever weekend ended with the fourth of july i won't say i was celebrating the fourth of july i will just say that that's the time when people go to the beach and so i decided to also go to the beach (laughs) and so um yeah and so my friends have a house in sea isle city in new jersey um so i was (laughs) i was at the jersey shore becca at the Jersey Shore. Shore. Um, and I did follow one of Becca and I's only rules, which is to not fall in love with the Jersey Shore. I successfully evaded falling in love, falling in like even. Good. I felt nothing while I was there. That's good. <laughs> I felt nothing. Um, but yeah, it's really fun because like we're in that stage of our lives where like now we're starting to go on trips like without like the family unit which like you know not yeah. to shade the family unit but it's like a different experience going on a trip with your family versus going on a trip with your friends and sure. so yeah it was fun because it was just like it was like all of us like kind of early 20 somethings just you know going beaching maybe mm-hmm. going out at night maybe staying in making the brave decision to stay in at night um so brave. and so yeah it was amazing I read a book that I think I'm going to talk about in our next episode because my bookworm summer is continuing and guys, we're starting to get a little scared. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, who the said summer, that? The summer of the bookworm is continuing. <laughs> the bookworm. Okay. I feel You're like you're getting so smart. No, I feel like everybody I know is reading this summer. Like, <laughs> I'm reading thing. too, actually. Yeah. Crazy. I- exactly exactly no it's the summer of the bookworm no I firmly believe it's a meemaw summer like it's a mumum summer <laughs> all my activities have been grandmother <laughs> behavior my favorite things I've done this summer read play cards oh I got back into knitting recently <laughs> not even a joke you knit in the first place oh I my learned, god I learned how to knit a long time ago and um artist way blah blah um I was like oh let me get like knitting supplies from Michael's and so I started like knitting a scarf for like the first time in wow. a long time and so it's really nice when I edit the podcast because it gives me something to do with my hands 
Um, nice. And so, yeah, last, last episode, the last episodes you, the listeners have listened to, you can imagine me sitting at the computer, but you know, intermittently, because Becca and I, one thing about us, we do it all in one take, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but just quality control, right? Um, so <laughs> I mean, I mean, knitting a little bit while. So if you want sure. that little image in your head of me, you know, having my little headphones in, listening to me and Becca ramble, um, but also having little knitting needles in my hands. So peaceful. Um, yeah. Mm. I want to learn how to crochet next, too. That's fun. Are they vastly different, or do you think it'll be easy to pick up? I have no idea. All right, we'll have to see. I'm just, we'll just I'm letting it all happen to me. I'll report back. <laughs> I really love crochet. As so, podcast first today. I gotta, I gotta shout it out. I am wearing a hat. Yep. Audio listeners, I we like love it. you guys, but you guys are missing out on a little aspect because I am wearing headwear today. But I really love crocheted hats, and so I, I will tell you. Hat. Your hat at first, because of the way when you were first looking at me and your head was tilted up, I thought it was a large headband. Okay. Yeah. And I, I was like, that. that's awesome. Optical but I love illusion. it also. So cute. Yes. Well, Becca, do you feel adequately caught up? I would say so. On the goss, on yeah. whatever is going on <laughs> in each other's lives. Okay. Yeah. Well, something you guys don't know is that Becca and I have already left a little trail of breadcrumbs to what our topic will be today, which will be revealed right after this break. Guys, I'm scared. (gasps) And Becca and I are back. Um, Becca and I did just continue our discussion about Below Deck during the break. We couldn't stop. It's too good. Becca and I, something about our podcast is whenever Beck and I talk about a topic, immediately we think of 30 more things to say on the topic. And then we're like, like the high school episode when I was like, oh, I forgot about the whole trip to London I went on in my junior year of high school. Like, yeah, I forgot. We're so always like things. another app. But <laughs> speaking of trips, as you might be able to tell by my attire <laughs> today, Becca and I, since it is the summer and it's the word on everybody's lips and we both kind of talked about it in our catch up, Becca and I are going to be talking about vacations. Ooh la la. Holidays even. <laughs> yeah. Also, my dad the other day asked me if I could do a Scottish accent and something so embarrassing like anytime is being put on the spot. Yes. <laughs> it's like I can kind of do one, but like when you put me on the spot, there's all this pressure. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, Becca, another dialect expert, I'm sure, understands. But today we're going to be diving in to vacations, just broadly, because you know, summertime, everybody's taking them. Becca and I are having bouts with vacation and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so, Becca, what I would like to ask you first is, like, in your head, what is like your ideal vacation? Would you say ideal? Yes. Oh my gosh. I am definitely a beach person. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been on trips to the woods a la mm-hmm. Girl Scout camp. Yeah. I don't consider that a vacation. I consider it work. I consider <laughs> it labor. <laughs> um, and usually 
Like I've also been on vacations in the winter, but it's just something that I'm like, no, vacations mm. are just the summer. Yeah. Um, so ideal vacation is in the summer to the beach. I like going to crowded places. Mm. I like going to places where a lot is happening and a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I would say, even though I haven't been, I'm going to say Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Dream. Dream location. Go to go. Yeah, I think that that would be it. Oh, and then as far as activities on a vacation, mm-hmm. just hitting up the beach. I love, I love like adventurous things on vacation. I love parasailing. Oh. And I've done that before. I like zip lining. Really? Yeah. That surprises me about you. Oh yeah, my fam. Well, we'll get into it when we talk about family vacations. But uh-huh. my family is very into like doing all that. Go eight. that stuff. Yeah, whitewater rafting. Really? Kayaking. Pa- I can fully. I've done like very long paddleboarding adventures. Wow. I would call myself intermediate. That's crazy. I did not know yeah. that about you. I love water sports and stuff. Yeah. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Yeah. Um, That's something I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. But so, but so, but so, yeah. Um, I also, oh, the perfect feeling is um, showering around like 3 p.m. and then getting ready for two hours and going to a really nice restaurant. Mm. Yeah so good so that's ideal vacation and then mm-hmm. watching movies at night <gasps> yeah. or going out quinn what's your ideal vacation my ideal vacation see i'm an eclectic person so whenever somebody asks about ideals i'm like oh but i like an active vacation but even this has changed in a couple and like recently but like ideally i would be going to like a new place and doing like a new activity yeah i would say most of the time so like, I love like a good exploring thing. I used to not like, like just sit down on the beach vacation and still I can only do like a couple of days before I get like bored, okay. like a relaxed vacation, like a, like, like going to the beach and like being like, like being at the beach for like seven days or something, that's mm-hmm. probably a little too much for me. If like the beach okay. is the only thing to do. Yeah. But like, I love like going and like exploring like my, like my Italy trip in my sophomore year was like really good because it was like it was like we were always on the go like it was like Mm -hmm. bus club another club bus no sleep um because we were like literally going like south throughout Italy and so we like Mm -hmm. had a lot of ground to cover and so I like stuff like that I like experiencing new things but I have I have grown in my fondness for just like going somewhere to relax maybe as my life has gotten more pressurized (laughs) the ability to go and sit somewhere and just not worry about things appeals to me more yeah um I love mountains (laughs) okay (laughs) I don't I've never taken like a vacation to a mountain but like maybe it would be something I enjoyed um Mm. but I just love like mountains and rock formations I just think they're the prettiest things ever um and so, yeah. 
<laughs> so right. I, I've never like I'm not a skier or anything I my family never did like the adventure stuff like I've never I've never like skied I've never I've never my brother kayaked I do remember that I've never been in a kayak <laughs> oh okay. I've, never, I've never rode nothing <laughs> um yeah I I'm not I do not think I would enjoy camping no yeah, I'm not, I don't think I would be like a camping girl, really. Maybe. I don't know. I do, no, I, cause I, I think I enjoy sleeping in a bed a little too much. Yes. Something I'm not good at, something that's not on my special strengths list is sleeping somewhere that's not a bed. Sleeping on the floor sucks, bro. When I, when mm-hmm. I went to Girl Scout camp and we went to Gettysburg, the cabins that you stay in at the mm-hmm. camp are fine. When we went to Gettysburg and set up two tents, the exact same size, mm-hmm. one held three counselors and the other held 14 girls on the ground. We literally were like in rings and one girl <laughs> was like curled up in the middle. Like it's terrible. <laughs> you like use somebody else's feet as your pillow. Like that's literally, like-, <laughs> like it was hard times. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, no, camping, I, I also am somebody who likes to shower. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not something that you can really do on those kinds of trips, as far as I understand. I do like being in nature, but I also do like going home. Yeah. And like having a place where I can have like my little creature comforts and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, ideal vacation, probably going somewhere where I haven't been before, exploring, getting to know the people getting to know all that kind of stuff the cuisine even yeah um and so yeah that's kind of that's kind of what I like out of a vacation yeah that sounds lovely and just time to like chill and relax honestly yeah I definitely do need relaxed time the world be hard to live in yeah (laughs) I don't know if anybody else has said this (laughs) I don't know if anybody else has said this but let me break some ground (laughs) It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. So Becca, yeah. do you have any like vacation um, memories or like were family vacations a thing or what was like growing up, I guess, well, since we go yeah. to the origin a lot on this podcast, what was like your, what's your vacation background? Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> I will say that you know, I'm about to make you proud because mm-hmm. my family famously, um, well, my dad, so my parents were together and then they got divorced. This is yeah. Rock on. I love divorce. I'm a fan. Um, I've always said that I always will. My dad enjoys going to Lewis, Delaware. Yeah. So I go like pretty consistently with him mm-hmm. that's like a very chill beach that's relaxing to me yeah like the bay yep we do kayaking and paddleboarding there still mm-hmm. it's nice um but my mom when they got divorced she started bringing us on separate vacations with my aunt and uncle and cousins so her mm-hmm. sister so there's like 10 of us those vacations Growing up with those has been crazy. <laughs> Truly insane. Do you still go on um, them? Like as adults? The last one we went, well, COVID kind of messed it up. Yeah. We haven't been on one in a few years, but the mm. most recent one was 2019. Yeah. Um, And it's always fun. And it's truly, truly feels like a reality show experience. 
And I'd mostly attribute this to the dramatics of my one cousin, Ryan, who I don't believe I've spoken about yet. And I hope he's listening. He is, he is just, okay. He has a flair for the dramatic. He knows it. I like to call him my personal Frankie Grande. We have that same sort of <laughs> rapport going. <laughs> he loves me like Frankie loves Ariana. Oh and that's just true. <laughs> Like he better just- be listening man <laughs> and i love him like ariana loves frankie um <laughs> deeply but i recognize his flaws <laughs> i will tell you a story about one time. <laughs> okay one time okay so ryan is just very loud sometimes mm-hmm. and like dramatic like i said and Okay, one time we were staying at um, in Hilton Head, uh-huh. and at this point, my stepdad and stepsisters were coming with us. So, this is also I discovered I have insane claustrophobia mm. by trying to share a queen bed with my sisters, three, uh-huh. and just I almost puked many nights, sweating. I was like oh my god like I had to sleep on the floor a lot of times because I would get so stressed out if they touched me in the bed anyway um (laughs) yeah so that's also an issue but okay (laughs) Ryan was being really loud this one night and he that was in the boys room and we were like me and my sisters were like sneaking wine because we were like 16 or whatever I was going back out it's like two two or three a.m. I'm going back out to the kitchen to put the wine back so no one notices that we took it for the night and (laughs) as I start to open the door to go back to the kitchen and I'm hearing Ryan be be like super loud my stepdad whips open the bedroom door next to us and starts running out in the dark (laughs) I've never shut a door so fast in my life. I chucked the wine bottle under the bed and got back into the bed. And I was like, oh my God. He comes out running, goes, <laughs> yells, I'm about to whoop some ass. <laughs> because Ryan was being so loud. And Ryan. I know. And one thing about Ryan, he's deaf. So he did not hear the threats. So I hear my brother who's hearing go, Ryan, stop, Ryan, stop. Because my brother's like scared for his life. (laughs) So it's just making it so much worse. (laughs) It's just terrible. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, that adds like a whole other layer to it. Oh my gosh. Because in my head, oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah now I have a whole different view of Ryan oh my goodness wow <laughs> I know I like to subvert expectations <laughs> but yeah so we would have like at least one moment with Ryan causing drama every vacation um, <laughs> How- there was like this thing where he lied this other vacation it caused like a, a serious like a huge drama like straight up reality show stuff mm-hmm. anyway what was your question is Ryan older than you younger than you he I am like nine months older than him okay yeah so i don't know people are always like he looks up to you so much i'm like i'm basically his same age <laughs> so anyway like i'm not a role model <laughs> um Crazy. wow oh my goodness yeah. well ryan yeah <laughs> thank you for I your service you <laughs> yeah 
Um, I have like a similar thing because my family did, um, we did like a bunch of family vacations, but for a while we were going on vacation with this one family, like every year. Mm. It was kind of random. Like, I still don't know, like, I guess my parents must've been really close with them at one time, but it was like, same deal. It was us. It was like, cause I'm like, my family is myself, my brother, my mom and my dad. And then we would go on vacation with, um, another family who was like, uh, the parents and two kids, uh, they had a son and a daughter and yeah, we would go to Nags Head every year. Um, where's that? Uh, South Carolina or no, North Carolina. It's in the Outer Banks. Okay. I literally went there for like eight years of my life and I cannot tell you for sure which state it's in. But anyway, okay. I think it's South Carolina. I can check right now. My friend is, well, the internet is a thing. And then also <laughs> yeah. my friend is in, um, is in the location right now. Something about, I don't know if you've experienced this on your vacations, especially mm-hmm. in the Outer Banks. Like they do this in Hilton Head. I noticed in North Carolina, they do too. They call every thing a plantation still yeah that's that's just like a south very weird yeah 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 it was it was north carolina um okay so the outer banks are in north carolina but we go to nags head which is like a specific beach down there Mm. and yeah it was it was same thing it was like kind of dramatic because we were all just like young kids like i'd always be fighting with my brother first of all it's an eight-hour car ride we would always drive and it's an eight-hour car ride so like that's Mm-hmm. already a test yeah. <laughs> it would, we would usually split up it would be like my dad and my brother would go down together and then me and my mom would go down together um and we'd take two cars um and then the other family their kids were like their daughter was my age and I'm the younger of my siblings and then their son was younger than their daughter and I just mm-hmm. remember there was always like because we were kids there was like drama and dramatics and like tantrums and stuff like that one time Caitlin the girl who we like went with I got mad at her and I was like Caitlin I'm gonna call the police on you (laughs) no what did I do I'm like eight at this point maybe I called I literally dialed 911 (laughs) it's like and then so I like picked up and I was like oh I just hung up Oh my God. And then like literally, and then literally, of course, you know, if you, when you call 911 and you hang up, they usually geolocate you and show up. And so the cops literally showed up at the house and like their mom, like answered the door and we're like, okay, she was, she was super nice about it looking back, but like, she was like, okay guys, so we can't, you can't just do that. You can't like, (laughs) that was when I learned that lesson in my life. I was like, oh, you can't ever do that. (laughs) No, I almost did this again last night, but you know how if you hit your like lock button on the iPhone like five times or whatever it calls the police it like starts to dial 911 automatically no way yes that's <laughs> a thing because sometimes so I be playing music off my phone when I'm going to sleep mm-hmm. and then if I'm trying to adjust the volume sometimes one time this definitely happened where I hit the wrong button and so I kept hitting the like the lock button <laughs> and eventually my phone just goes whoop what <laughs> and it like makes like a siren noise and then oh it's like God. dialing 911 and they're like hi 911 what's your emergency and I'm like I, it's really like 11 like anywhere from like 11 to 1 p.m or 11 a.m or <laughs> 11 p.m to 
Not the glitch. <laughs> 11 oh. p.m. to 1 a.m. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. This was a mistake. I didn't mean dial. I, I, yeah. And she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'll FaceTime you, girl. You can see my surroundings. <laughs> it's like me in my dark bed. Like, um, so yeah, wow. if you didn't know that, just make sure you're hitting the right button because otherwise you could call 911. But they're usually nice. And just if you ever call 911 by accident, don't hang up. Just say, I didn't mean to call. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That is good advice. Did yeah. you, what's your relationship to Disney World? I was going to bring this up. Yeah, I've this, is, been... this is essential vacation. <laughs> I was promised by my family that every same seven years we would go. So we went when I turned seven. We went, uh, we always go on my birthday. Like I'm there for my birthday when, when I was that's 14. That's crazy because that's height season. Right? <laughs> I did not go when I was 21. What was Cornova? Yes. So I don't blame anyone particularly except mm-hmm. for everyone in my family. Um, <laughs> but I, I honestly, okay, I'm not a Disney adult, mm-hmm. but I could be persuaded to be. I'm tinkering for sure. <laughs> I'm I'm dipping my toe in. Um, yeah, I love it. It's like fun, you know. Yeah, I haven't. I would. I would be interested to go as an adult. What did have you gone ever? Yes. Um. Okay. We did family trips. Oh my God. I, I don't know if I should tell this story, but one story my mom told recently is that. So there was one time where my family, like my extended family, we all went together. So it was my mom and her two sisters like all of their families so like on that side I have like four cousins and so Mm. it was like us and I was very young so I don't remember much of the trip I do remember however one day I don't know if this was the same trip either but one day me and my cousins were all up on the bed because we're all like four five six at this point maybe and we were jumping from bed to bed in the hotel room like Mm-mm. classic classic <laughs> monkey and then jump we have a monkey jump and then <laughs> we um I was like I was young I was four years old and so I was a little and you guys I don't know I don't know if we talked about this in the pod but I have a very I, I have a very like self-preservation instinct especially when it comes to physical harm I'm not somebody who likes being hurt I'm not like an adrenaline junkie in that way like I have mm. to feel like physically safe to enjoy like an adrenaline rush Gotcha. And so I was like, I was like, not sure if I was going to like make it. And so I was taking an extra second. I don't remember if it was my brother or my cousin Griffin, but somebody pushed me off the bed because I wasn't going (laughs) fast enough. And then I landed on my ankle and fucking twisted my ankle and I had to go to the infirmary at Disney. Nor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that sucks. Disney is so. My brother got like really sick when we were there the one time. So he spent like the whole time in the hotel. I know. And it's so high stakes because we're from, you know, the north. And so it's like, if you're sick, it's a big deal. That only goes every seven years. Um, (laughs) Literally. But um, I have to wait. I have to wait till I'm 28 to go again. And then there was this. There's this other time where my aunt, for whatever reason, stole jewelry. <laughs> From Disney? Yes. And something <laughs> Disney does not do is let you fuck with their money. Tolerate. Yeah. Literally. 
And now it's like, well, now Disney's like a police state. I haven't been since they did like the bands like around your wrist. Do you know about this? No. So now everybody who goes to Disney, I'm pretty sure like you have to do it, gets like a wristband that's like electronic and like connects to like an app. And so that's like your ticket to go in and out of the park. Um, For people who stay like on Disney, like hotels, Mm -hmm. like it's their room key. Whoa, what do old people do? You can pay for things with it. Like it's like your credit card. Whoa. Yeah. So it's like, it's like a police state now because you have like, they literally make you wear a tracking device around the park. And so um, I haven't been since that's been a thing, but they were basically doing the same thing to my aunt because like, they like apprehended her basically. And they were like, oh, you were like stealing. And she's like, no, I wasn't. (laughs) It's a little shoddy on some of the details of what exactly was going (laughs) through her head, but they literally escorted her out of the park and I forget if she got banned or not, but um, (laughs) no. And Disney literally like filed charges against her. Like she had to go back to Florida and like go to court. She has to go back. Yes. That's crazy. Like she had, she had to go to court because Disney was like suing her ass anyway, which I like, I don't think she stole like as much. I'm like, I'm not, I didn't even know you could sue for that amount. Cause like, how much could like a couple necklaces from Disney even cost? <laughs> Why was she stealing so? I don't random. know. I don't know who would cross Disney. Something <laughs> about corporations. <laughs> Top corporations I'm scared of. Disney might Disney. be number one. Anyway, oh so, and then, but apparently my mom, my, I love hearing my mom tell the story because she goes, she wanted to take me to see the Lion King. It's like her favorite thing, the Lion King show at Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to take me to go see it. And everybody else went and did something else. So it was just her and me in the parks. And someone literally followed her around the park the entire day. Oh, that God. me and my mom were at Animal Kingdom because they knew she was with the with the sticky fingers. Oh, a Disney person. Yes. Yeah. Whoa. Because my aunt had stolen and they knew we were all in like the same party and stuff. And so somebody was literally following That's my mom around crazy. the park yeah oh God, that's insane yeah. wow yeah wow. wait so like what's your favorite thing to do at disney well it's been a while but i really did enjoy um i think i like just well when i was seven actually i remember it was my birthday and we ate at cinderella's castle and it was so special to me Aww. yeah so I think that's beautiful the next birthday I think I chose to go to Epcot because yeah. the around the world is pretty fun mm-hmm. I also really kind of fuck with that future presentation they do where they're like yeah inside the ball yeah it's or crazy inside the spaceship. I'm so <laughs> the ball yeah come on it's a spaceship um I'm like so I love like that aesthetic any piece mm-hmm. of media any like retro future uh, yeah. yeah I just love it I think it's mm-hmm. so cool what's your favorite part of Disney my favorite part of Disney is now defunct I do have to say I'm gonna be brave and this isn't problematic because I know better now but I loved Splash Mountain as a kid what's wrong with it it's like based off Song of the South which is like a really racist movie oh and so now it's not Splash Mountain anymore. Like Splash Mountain is like defunct and they're making okay. it a princess and the frog ride. Oh, okay. Because there was all this like, and apparently like, 
again, I haven't been in a long time, but apparently like a lot of like, it's like an animatronic ride. So you ride like a log flume, which like log flume rides, let's talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> might be the best category. Of Love ride. it. Um, so <laughs> like you're wet. on the water and then you like, um, you travel throughout and there are like all these animatronics and stuff. And some people said they're like, very clearly are like racial epithets and stuff. And so like, Ooh. I don't know, but it was always so funny because I didn't want to get wet as a child. And when I was still like small enough in Splash Mountain, famously, pictures on amusement parks, like roller coasters, I feel like we don't talk about enough as, as a society, but like it. Splash Mountain, it ends with a big drop into like what looks like a briar patch. And so they take your picture, like as you're like dropping, and it's like, and then the water comes up and everybody gets wet. But I mm-hmm. used to not like to get wet as a kid. So I would like duck under like where the feet go. And so like <laughs> be gone in the pictures. Yeah. Like my mom would always be like, Quinn, why do you duck under? I'm like, I don't want to get wet. <laughs> but I love, I love the sensation of like dropping. Like I love what that does to your body. Do you like roller coasters? I do. I do love roller coasters a lot. Um, I also Me love, too. I guess my favorite thing at Disney now is probably Everest. Like that would be the thing I was most excited to do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when I get there. Expedition Everest. I still have um, in my room at home a little Yeti, like from Disney, like the little so baby cute. one. <gasps> the rock and roller coaster also. <gasps> oh my God. Did you? So I went a couple times as like an older kid with my mom. Like I went when I was like 12 and like 13 and 14 with my mom. It was just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And um, one time I like did the whole badge collecting thing. Really? Yeah. And so like I bought all those like enamel pins and stuff. And like I have like a big chain of them. You know what? Oh, I just remembered. I just found out. Mm-hmm. That because I have Nick Jonas syndrome, I get a free fast pass. Yeah, you do. Because they don't want you waiting in line and your blood sugar going low. It's bad. Oh optics. my god. It's bad optics. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Disney can't have that. No, Disney cast members, like cast members, um, like oh. the procedures that they have for like everything. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I was oh I was watching a I was watching this TikTok and it was like a spoof and this kid walked into Disney and he goes oh no my shoes untied and then he like <laughs> clapped and like nobody came before he was like wait guys look at this look at this it's like those <laughs> Disney adults are like know all the secrets Disney bro <sighs> Disney adults what do you think yeah of it's like a whole Disney thing. bounding what's Disney, Disney bounding that's okay so as an adult Disney adults okay 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 <laughs> You're not allowed to wear um, costumes, obviously, because they don't want children. Confusing people, yeah. Exactly. So Disney bounding is where like you pseudo create a a costume with like regular looking clothes. So like if I was trying to be, I don't know, Winnie the Pooh, I would wear a yellow t-shirt and red shorts. Like, and people try to do that. And dresses characters with regular clothing. And it's like, there's like blogs dedicated to it. And it's just a very Disney adult thing to partake in. Terrifying. But I'm, I'm low-key like, okay, if I was going to a Disney dinner, <laughs> I would wear a blue dress and a sparkly headband and be Cinderella. Oh. Like, but I, then I'm like, does that make me a Disney bounder? Or am no. I just creative and fun in my own right? 
Yeah. Maybe both. I'd be like Lilo or something. That's cute. That I, I going back to formative media for a second. That is a movie I thought about. I really love Lilo and Stitch. Um, yeah. Kids movie. So good. Um, and so yeah. But are there any kind of like notable sort of vacations you've taken in your adult life? Mm, good question. I think probably going to Tybee when I was 18 and 19. Tybee, Georgia. It's uh-huh. actually where they filmed the Baywatch movie with Zac Efron in The Rock. Yeah. And you can see the place in the movie we stayed at. It's fun. Um, but yeah, that very beach is us. Why I mean. But I did partake in, I guess it was an adult vacation because... It was the first time I went to a bar. I was 18. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me and my sister snuck in. We played the old the old trick where um, my sister had a fake ID. Okay, the oldest one was 21. Mm-hmm. Miranda was not, but had a fake ID. And I mm-hmm. didn't have a fake ID. You had was, nothing. <laughs> I know nothing to my name. So we gave, Michaela showed her real ID, Miranda showed her fake ID, and I said, oh, I, f- I don't have my ID, it's in my other bag, but I'm her twin. And I was blonde enough, and me and my stepsisters look alike enough, we always get asked if we're actual sisters. Really? Yes, it's weird, especially when I'm blonde, like we do look alike. And so the guy was like, oh, okay and we got it okay yeah and then we went in again sometime and i forget how we i think i just fully snuck in that time Mm -hmm. but that was so fun i met the entire baseball team of some university in georgia um choked on a jello shot oh i choked yeah It was scary. Fear. <laughs> yeah. I was dancing with someone and then fully choked and had to turn around and say, one second, <laughs> leave. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, that was pretty fun. And like partaking in college culture, I guess, before I got there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's, I visited Macy in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. That wasn't I, I wouldn't really I, I would call that a trip. Yeah. There there's like a distinction between a vacation and a trip to me. So yeah, I've taken more trips mm-hmm. like to New York trips. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for me. What about you? Well, that's interesting because you put out this distinction between a vacation and a trip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But high level stuff. I guess since we didn't get to talk about it in the high school episode, I will talk about the London trip now. But yeah, I went to my homeland, London. 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 <laughs> London. How you doing, babes? <laughs> but yeah, I went to London my junior year of high school. And it was like a it was a theater specific trip. And so it was like all theater kids and like we had all did like shows together and stuff, which oh. really volatile planning. Like not a good thing. Oh no. Because <laughs> like Oh my god, there was like I I I think about that. I like don't have like I feel like I've repressed a lot of this trip because I do remember it feeling like World War like six out there, like just getting into fights with like everybody. Oh no, the drama. Yeah, like there was the drama of it all. 
but some like the best like theater I've seen in my life like we saw while we were there we saw the woman in black if you are ever in London I don't even care if you don't like theater like go see the woman in black it is such a crazy experience because you don't think a play will be scary like you're like how will a play be scary but I was genuinely terrified I love that I literally screamed out loud in the theater. I was having a Ben <laughs> moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like literally, it was scary. It was scary, the stuff they do in that show. Um, and then we saw Kinky Boots, which like Kinky Boots is like, it was big in America, but it is like a British show and it's about British people. And so it was really cool to see it in England. And then we also saw Bad Out of Hell, the musical. You've told me about this. A Jim Steinman jukebox musical, which I think Becca should direct in the world actually because Mm -hmm. it was so like it's a campy like rock jukebox musical like post-apocalyptic it's like gritty and serious but also really funny Mm -hmm. and like full of heart oh so good and like me and my friends are all like obsessed with it now and we'll still like text about it um sometimes me and my friend Ellen when it came to America it did a residency at the um I guess I should say a run it's a show um but it did a run at the New York City Center in summer 2019 and me and my friend Ellen like bought tickets and we like went like rode the mega bus and did the whole thing and we literally we were Disney bounding because we dressed up (laughs) (laughs) we like dressed up as like the characters in the show oh my god you Um, fully were and then we also saw the notes on camp exhibit that day oh my gosh whoa it's crazy (gasps) you saw the exhibit yes oh wait that's where you got your book you uh-huh. told me that and the yeah. poster yeah I bought yeah, a lot yeah, of merch yeah. from there it's so mm-hmm. so cool um but yeah the London trip was it was something it was, oh. it was fun to see London but I do remember there being like a lot of drama which like trips there's something about trip drama it's like it's suffocating because you can't it leave. really is you yeah. can't because you're somewhere else like you can't go anywhere <laughs> exactly (laughs) one time one time there was drama at on a trip and I did Mm. have my mom pick me up early one time though I have also I I was on like a thing and I like had to I was like somebody come get me I need to go somewhere else it has to happen at least once where and that's healthy it's healthy you need to leave the trip you need to be Selena Gomez (laughs) and spring breakers (laughs) leave the trip exactly And then my spring break trip this year was kind of iconic. Yeah. (laughs) So my, um, me and it was three friends originally, um, Ian, Maddie, and Tegan, the four of us all wanted to go somewhere for spring break. And so we decided to go to Fort Lauderdale because we're all LGBT and Mm -hmm. Fort Lauderdale is like a big gay spot. Um, and so it's like gay spot in Florida for people to go to because, you know, spring break, Florida, having that quintessential college experience. And then literally my friend Corey also got on the trip because I introduced my friends, Ian and Corey. And then literally two days after I'd introduced them, Ian texts me and goes, do you think Corey would want to go on spring break with us? <laughs> Instant. Literally two, <laughs> I, something about me, I like know when people's vibes will match up. I feel like I'm a good friend, like connector connector yeah exactly yeah so then Corey joined the trip and so then we all went down to Fort Lauderdale for like seven days or something and it was Mm -hmm. like it was crazy it was just like debauchery like we were just like 
it was just crazy. Like we, we were truly just doing whatever. <laughs> That's so fun. I, I feel like I'm like, I feel like I'm like, yeah, it was crazy, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's like, nuts, it's like, they man. just got like, they just drank. Um, anyway, but <laughs> we, it was just like a playground for adults, kind of. Like, we just would like oh go out, and like it was spring break, so like everything was open all the time. And there was this one night. So as we talked about on the show before, I am a patron of the drag arts. Mm-hmm. And so Fort Lauderdale has, since it's like a big gay scene, it obviously has a huge drag scene. And there's a Hamburger Mary's there. And Hamburger Mary's is like a drag bar chain across like the United States, um, like drag bar slash restaurant. Um, and so I was like, guys, you have to go to Hamburger Mary's. So I looked it up and there was a show. But something about drag shows is that at least in Pittsburgh, and I don't know about other places, but in Pittsburgh, they always start late. <laughs> I've only yeah. been seated at I've been like seated at a drag show that was supposed to start at 11 and they're like okay guys we will be coming on the stage in just a half an hour um so you know <laughs> NBD go buy a drink tip your bartender all that stuff and so I was like oh and we we're all having like a fun time pre-gaming and stuff we we're playing cards like nobody's business on this trip my one friend That's Tegan funny. is Amish or he comes from Amish people <laughs> Wait, 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 wait! <laughs> Did he was born Amish? No, his family is Amish. He's like at least a generation or two removed. But oh, wait, like he has, it- he he still has like Amish like cousins, like people he's related to who are still like Amish, who he like knows and like talks to and stuff. So what, they hang out? yes like yeah <laughs> where wait <laughs> it's just weird I just can't picture someone Amish being in a, a different environment than Amish settings and I can't really picture Tegan Must never being... been to Lancaster <laughs> I have been, the, been have you ever been to the Target in Lancaster you've seen Amish people like looking at like wild fable it's crazy I, I see I see Amish people in my local goodwill really Brag. but you know I'm not playing cards with them I can't brag (laughs) no the Amish have this game it's called Dutch Blitz Hmm. and Tegan taught us and it's like I can't even get into it right now but it it was so fun I love and we would literally just card games are the best thing ever it's a part of the mom summer you have to play cards with your friends during my mom summer so yeah, we were playing this Dutch Blitz game and we would like keep score. And since there were five of us in the house, it was like stakes because if you scored the lowest, you had to give up your seat to the person who like wasn't. Per, I yeah. like and so, competition. Yeah, it was the competition. So, <laughs> And then we would play like regular card games as well. And the competition did get the best. I did feel like I was making people uncomfortable at certain points with how competitive I got. <laughs> Did you stop yourself or are you? Yes, I I like recognize the vibes. I didn't ruin any friendships, but there were like a couple awkward moments. Anyway, there was this one (laughs) night. So anyway, Hamburger Mary's, (laughs) back to that. So the show was supposed to start at like nine. And I was like, we were having a fun time with the pregame, playing cards, all that kind of stuff. And we were like, I was like, oh guys, we we don't really have to be there until like 9.30 or something. And so like we get in the Uber and we're there by like 9.30, 9.45. I can't quite remember, but- we um pull up bars empty like it's open but it's empty and we're like oh 
what's going on? And so we order a drink and one of my friends, Corey, started striking up a conversation with one of the queens who had just performed the show. And she's like, oh yeah, we do start our shows on time here. So like we did the whole show. You guys just like missed it. (laughs) And so we missed the drag show, but I was like, I, I think we had been playing Ride the Bus this night, which is a drinking game if you've never played it which it can be a very dangerous game. And I, I did have to take myself off the bus before I was like, before I reached my stop. <laughs> I don't know this game, I don't think. Really? Yeah. So it's like, so basically there's this thing where you lay out cards and you get to assign like drinks during the first part. And then basically after like, there's a first kind of round and then the person with the most cards after the first round, that person has to ride the bus. And so what riding the bus is, is you have the deck of cards and the first thing you ask is red or black, like talking about the suit. And then you say red or black and then they flip it over. And if it's right, um, you get to, you go on to, um, what is it? Higher or lower than like the card you have on the table. And so then you guess again. And then if it's, if you're right, you get to guess again. It's like, What's the third one? There's one that's on the table, on the table or off the table. And so like, if you pulled like a seven and a three, then mm-hmm. if it's on the table, then it's either a seven or a three. Um, oh, and then one of them is like, you have to guess the suit. Um, and so there are like four and you have to clear all four of those or else. And if you don't, you have to take a sip and you go until you beat it basically. Oh, and so it's a hard game to beat and so you can get very intoxicated playing it and so this night I think was the night where I had to physically take myself off the bus I was like guys I have to stop right now (laughs) to get off (laughs) boundary I'm pulling the (laughs) anyway so we end up going out and since I'm feeling a little sexy and free I -hmm. start talking to these other people who are like some of the only other people in the bar and certainly the only other people our age. And so we talked to them and they're like this group of kids from Western, they go to Western Michigan University. There are these two, a couple of people in our group thought they were cute or whatever, but it turns out they were dating. And each of them had come up to people in our group at one point and said, yeah, we like, we were like hooking up and like screwing around for a couple months. And we only started dating officially like two months ago, but we're kind of going through a rough patch right now two months <laughs> we were all like, like <laughs> pro tip to the audience if you're going through a rough patch of two months pack it up like, yeah cut it off that's guys. not the time for that if you if you were experiencing significant struggles in your relationship two months in rule of thumb it's, it's not okay a relationship to quit. You need to, yeah it's okay to yeah. quit things it's okay to yeah, as becca said we support divorce on this podcast always um we believe in gay marriage but more so we believe in gay divorce divorce So, so we all decide to like switch locations to another bar that we had gone to, um, my group. And so we all walk down there together because we're like all a big group now. And so it's a drag show at the other bar. And so it was like perfect, perfect vibe. And the host took a liking to me. And something I did while I was in Fort Lauderdale is I was lying every day about when my birthday was I love lying <laughs> and the li- the birthday lie is the best because something about a drag show is every show they ask any birthdays in the crowd 
Sure. Nobody knows me. Nobody knows me here. <laughs> I can just raise that hand. I got like four free shots that week because I was just like, it's my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so then I get pulled up on stage. It's my birthday suddenly. And we have a twerk competition. So mm. we have to, <laughs> we, yeah. we like, we have like a twerk off. And so I'm drunk and I'm down for a good time. And so I started busting it down Tatiana and there wasn't like a winner deemed really, but I feel like I held my own, but I got a free mm-hmm. shot. And so then the host of the show really liked my energy and so she comes up to me and she says, Hey, we're having a little competition at the end of the show. And I think you would be really good. And it was a strip competition. I forgot about this. <laughs> OMG. And the, and, the win- <laughs> and the winnings was like $200. Not a competition. So of course I was like, sign <laughs> me Sign me up. up. So, um, so me, Corey, and my friend Tegan, we all sign up. Um, Corey is first up and he literally like strips all the way down to his fucking like underwear in the bar and he's like dancing and it's like oh my god so that was the first thing and then I'm second up and I was doing like burlesque I had like my scarf I was wearing a scarf that night and I like took it off and I like wrapped it around the hose and then at one point I was like well and I did like I did fully take like my shorts off And I was just in my underwear, like dancing in front of everybody. And then I did fully pull the back of my underwear down and like shake my ass on one of my friends. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So my bare ass was out in the bar. And, and mind you, I'm with strangers. Like I'm with people we literally just met like 45 (laughs) minutes ago. I'm glad they stuck around. <laughs> yeah, they were like, yeah, they, they were like, oh my God, you did so good. And no, it was funny. And then one of the other kids we were with also entered and he made it to like top three. I didn't make it past first round because something about, something about drag competition or bar competitions with drag sometimes they do it by applause. And so it becomes very hairy. You can rig yeah. it really easily. So everybody, mm-hmm. everybody really <laughs> liked me, but, um, and yeah. I heard a lot of good comments about my performance the rest of the night, but mm-hmm. you know, the host didn't keep me on and stuff like that. And so fine these two beautiful women were the final two and we we love them um and so yeah but that was like something about Fort Lauderdale that was really scary is that like by the end of our like seven day stay people started to like recognize me that is crazy (laughs) oh my god this guy the last night we were there he comes up to me and he goes Pittsburgh whoa because one night I got up and I was like where are you from I'm like Pittsburgh and I was like, luckily it was like literally our last night. We, oh my God, this was a terrible idea. But our last night, our flight was at like 5 a.m. or something. And so we just didn't go to sleep. We just went out and stayed out. Oh, and then terrible. we went home and we didn't think that would be a bad idea. And meanwhile, I'm like catatonic the next day in the airport. That's <laughs> such I also a bad idea. On, I also can't sleep on planes. So I didn't know. I was just, I was, I was in good time mode. <laughs> And so, but no, he literally came up to me. He was like, Pittsburgh. And I was like, oh, it's a good thing we're leaving. We're not staying (laughs) here. This could not have happened longer. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, because I was already starting to make a reputation for myself. (laughs) Oh Um, my God. 
And so maybe there's a side of me that comes out because, and that's not a beautiful thing about vacation. It's like, there are no like social expectations. Like you literally. can just be crazy. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, you can't lie about your birthday when you're like in your home city because you go exactly. out and like, you can't just be like every weekend, like, it's no, yeah, you can't exactly. just do that. And so, but vacation is a place where you can lie. It's very the white Lotus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loves it. Oh my God. Wow. Okay. Rebecca, have we set our piece on vacations? At least for now. I have one more story I want to tell. Okay. It came to me when you were talking about North Carolina and also I've already brought up Ryan. I just want to say oh this goodness. out loud. One time we stayed in Duck, North Carolina. The beaches weren't really hitting in Duck, but the house we had had a pool. Yeah. So we were making really good use out of that pool. Mm-hmm. On halfway through the week, Uh, we went out to dinner. We all ate like a good greasy meal. We went night swimming after I was like, sharks are feeding. (laughs) Exactly. I'm swimming across the pool. Like most people do. I'm Mm -hmm. going towards the deep end. What do I feel? But, Oh, I've been hit. (laughs) I was hit in the stomach by something so hard. (laughs) It made me. It made me puke into the pool. (laughs) What was I hit by? But Ryan's head. He he was waiting at the bottom of the pool (laughs) to jump up into into my stomach. (laughs) <laughs> like why to do that but then it's like your frankie grande like you weren't lying literally, literally he's attached to it the worst part is me and ryan get out because he's like ew i'm like you you just catapulted your head into my stomach and then i see our his brother jacob is swimming directly in towards the puke and my aunt catches him with the pool net so there was a boy in a pool net he did not he did not uh, come in contact with the, the issue <laughs> but he, he was in a pool net and she scooped him out of the water anyway was um, he like little or like was he like it was a big pool net okay. and he was kind of little okay um <laughs> but yeah oh my God. and then the pool basically became unusable for the rest of the time and everyone was like thanks becca I was like, why was Ryan squatting on me at the bottom of the pool to jump up? It was very a below deck narrative, blaming a woman. Exactly. I thought so too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, hey, vacation. It's crazy. Always. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm recently off vacation. So I'm like vacationed out a little bit (laughs) when you need to like, when you're like, okay, I need to go back to real life yeah um, I get that. as Chris Jenner said on her talk show one time it was like do you ever feel like you need a vacation from your vacation vacation she's so smart <laughs> literally okay well Becca and I have set our piece on vacations yes. for now at least yes. um if you guys have any vacation stories that you would like to tell us Same any white lotus esque events you know we're always looking for audience participation here always and so if you have any good vacation stories Becca and I would love to hear them at our email address, manicpixiejumpscare at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to go to a little break and come back for our segments. Yay. 
Welcome back. So, as we do every week, we're going to discuss some of the feedback we've been receiving from mm-hmm. you guys, our very listeners or disciples. Thank you so yes. much for sending in. As always, send in more, please. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did receive a, I was about to say a nice email, but the subject line is help. So, this is from someone. I don't know who. But Quinn's going to read this email from one of our disciples. So it says, Dear Q and B, cute little Mm. nicknames, longtime listener, first time writing in. Thank you for listening. I'm in desperate need of advice. Something really tragic happened to me recently. My boyfriend of over a year decided to be a freaking camp counselor at an overnight camp. Now I'm home alone and I'm getting really bored. You two seem to be really single at the moment. Okay. 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 Do you have any advice on how to entertain myself when my boyfriend is away and my friends are busy? Any TV or documentary wrecks? Anything would help. Love the content. Big fan. XOXO. Lauren. Okay, Lauren. Hey, Lauren. You guys seem single. (laughs) Why does somebody saying that to you in the wild? Oh my God. (laughs) Crazy. Um, well, yeah, that was really weird to your boyfriend to do. Yeah. I obviously don't support that as a mm-hmm. person who doesn't like camps. Yeah. Um, and I think what you're asking is really, you know, it, it holds some weight. This is, this mm-hmm. is serious to me. Yeah. I would firstly, obviously recommend Below Deck. Yes. Especially for the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess since, oh, Lauren said she already watched White Hot, which I also did just watch mm-hmm. the Abercrombie and Fitch documentary. And, um, and did it tell you things you didn't even know? It really did. That's it crazy. It really did. I had no idea actually about the racist scandal. Yeah. So crazy. Did you ever watch the Challenger docuseries? Yes. So it, oh, Lauren, Some, watch that. Yes. Watch that. Yes. A foundational document of my life is the, um, the Challenger docuseries on Netflix I was Becca probably remembers the saga my close friend's Instagram story became like dedicated to this for like a good five days yeah like I was posting like play by play like people were interacting with me about it like I was I'm fully shocked at the challenger documentary on um or docuseries I should say on Netflix Mm -hmm. it's Hmm. crazy what else could you do when a boyfriend is away. Hmm. I've been getting really into finding outlets that, and like activities that aren't like, or like aren't traditional media consumption. Cause I feel like I just like watch a lot of TV and movies so for so long. So yeah, I've been reading a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I really love, oh, read a romance novel. Not like a, not like a, like a, like a, cheesy romance novel Mm. I like romance novels that are a little bit more like highbrow if I can say I'll talk about a little bit more on the next episode but a book had me absolutely over a barrel that was a little romance and so you for the distanced romance you feel in your life you can substitute that with a book 
Yeah. It's something I have to ask myself constantly. Am I over-identifying with the characters in my book a little too much? Um, but you're not there yet, Lauren. And so you can just be, you know, safe in that. Maybe yeah. ex- also take this time to explore some hobbies, you know? Yeah, Maybe try things. Tennis, for instance. Um, knitting. Um, customizing clothing. Some things Becca and I enjoy. Maybe build um, something, like build, build something out of wood. Can we talk Legos. about, no, literally just for fun, order a piece of furniture that you have to assemble yourself. Yeah. I don't know do if anybody that. else finds that fun, but I, I found that I incredibly find it, fun when I was moving in my I apartment. love building furniture. It's, yeah. it, it's like an accomplished feeling, like not something too yeah. complex, like maybe just a little like table. Like, do you need a new nightstand? DIY, baby. Or just like do, find like a weird DIY project to do. <gasps> Tie dye tie-dye I was gonna say or it's just the summer paint, paint your furniture like one color that you want it all to be yeah do that <laughs> Lauren we just we just filled your we're giving you a laundry list of things <laughs> boom um, boom 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 okay yeah so I mean yeah so if you have a question please write into Becca and I if you have any more if you want advice from Becca and I We'll answer it. We're not professionals in any Obviously. sense. So do not take our advice as anything. This is a show that is meant to make people laugh ultimately. So yes, our advice will ultimately reflect that rather than actually helping mm-hmm. you. Um, and so, yeah. And if you try to sue us, just know we will sue you. That's <laughs> yeah. all I can say. And just know that Becca and I have nothing to go after valuable. <laughs> you don't want anything about me. I have no assets. <laughs> Not a one. I will I never nothing. own a house. I am... <laughs> we are we are Generation Z. We will never own property. It's not a thing for us. We won't retire. Don't even try. We won't have pensions. We won't anything. Nothing. 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 401k? Nothing. No. Literally. Um, so now the time has come for mm-hmm. our Manic Pixie moments as well as our jump scares of the week. So we usually start with our jump scares of the week. It's just a time in the past where we have felt... Ooh, so becca Mm -hmm. what is a time where you have felt like particularly spooked in the past okay that's a good question and i thank you for asking it it actually happened today and that is i looked to the side of my bed and unfortunately one of my plants died that's the worst and I think I just misdiagnosed what kind of plant it was and how mm. much light it needed mm. because I think it was, it should have been in very, very low light. Like it could not have even been in my room where I have like big windows. Mm-hmm. It should have been like hiding away. Um, Cause it was like pretty burnt. And um, I, and because of that, because I have like s- tried to find the issue, I'm not blaming myself and mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not attributing it to any toxicity in the air or any mm-hmm. negative energy going towards that plant because all my other plants are doing very well. But it's always sad to see a little plant die. And yeah. it makes me feel like I failed as a mother. Yeah, and it's your responsibility at the end of the day. Yeah. Which is a bad thing about being a plant <laughs> owner. Not like you specifically, but just, you know, <laughs> as in an empathetic way, not in like no, an, an yeah, antagonist. Yeah, that makes me... <laughs> That makes me feel a lot better, Gwen. <laughs> I remember the first time a plant died on me. I came back from a trip. 
I forget where I was, but I had had the plant for like a year. And then I think I overwatered it and it got root rot. And it was like a cactus. And so it had like deflated. It was all goopy. It's all goopy inside. Yeah. It's tough. That's really tough. Yeah, that was that made me feel sad. So Mm -hmm. what was your jump scare of the week, though? My jump scare of the week is just fireworks as a concept. Yeah. I always think I'm going to like fireworks more than I do. And I don't know, something about Sea Isle City that we need to talk about. People be doing whatever with fireworks over there. I've now spent two Fourth of Julys or times around Fourth of July Mm -hmm. um, at Sea Isle City, New Jersey. And those people do not know how to use fireworks. The first year I went, we went and we got like seats on the beach. We were looking up at the fireworks. We were like, ooh, we're gonna have a good time. Literally, somebody sets off a firework just like out of their hands. And literally, I'm I'm like here and Emberland's like right here. Oh. Like a full like spark from the firework. My one friend Bridget said she had a burn on her foot because one of them like hit her. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. (laughs) And then and then somebody was setting off like illegal fireworks, like right. 50 100 feet away from us like in the water and they started setting them off and they were directly above us and we could feel like the shells like raining down on us I hate that yeah like, no kept, I've been burned by like it was before. like we kept making jokes we were like this is what the beaches of Normandy much must have felt like like it was it's, like it's warfare like, it's we warfare. were literally <laughs> and they're so loud and and like it wasn't as bad this time because we were like higher up on the beach. We didn't even go on the beach. We were like near the dunes where you enter. But like still, people were on the beach just like setting off fireworks and they were coming super close. And they're also bad mm. for the environment. And as someone with dogs, like it's mm-hmm. never worth the dog's trouble. Like, I, okay, I've always said this about fireworks. Mm-hmm. I can see, I'll see one. That's enough for me. Mm-hmm. I get it. I got the point. It you was know. great. I'm good. I don't need to see 500 mm-hmm. go off. Yeah. And there's always that point at the end of the fireworks show where they just, you can tell that their time is coming up. Like they don't have any more time and they have a bunch more fireworks. And so they just start shooting all of them into the air. Yeah. And it just becomes like a dum, 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 like, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I felt I had a thing on 4th of July where we were walking around and every time I would see a dog, I was like, you're about to have a bad day in a couple of hours. That's be the worst night of your fucking life. Your year dog. of your year. Of your year. It happens every year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So fireworks as a concept. So Becca, every what? seven years for dogs. Oh my god! Much like Disney to me. Our <gasps> fireworks, fireworks to dogs. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. Crazy. So Becca. Yeah. We now turn to the manic pixie moment, which is a moment where we felt like. Ooh. Ah. <gasps> Ooh. La, la. So what was that moment for you this week? So my manic pixie moment is actually preemptive because tomorrow I'm getting my hair done. And I'm going to sit in that chair and say, make me as blonde as possible. Back to me. Yeah. I'm so excited. That's crazy. I know. Oh my god. I feel like I've I'm, never experienced blonde Becca. 
and it's gonna be scary <laughs> are you scared <laughs> i've heard of this girl who allegedly i'm friends with who allegedly i host the podcast with <laughs> this is but all I've alleged never seen her. i've never seen her i've never truly known her <laughs> literally no, oh but my yeah, God, that's so exciting. Uh, yeah, and I'm toying with. I don't know if I want to recut my bangs or just keep letting them grow, mm-hmm. but I feel like I don't know. I, like them. I don't know long. if like for blonde. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see Something. when I get there and what the girl thinks. For our listeners, Becca has been very consistent with her hair lately, but Becca, Becca's like thing <laughs> for a yeah. while. Like her thing was that yeah. she changed her hair a lot, <laughs> all the time. I did it so many times this year. Yes. Yeah. And then you got something where you couldn't change your hair anymore. Yeah. And um, yeah. And so that had to pump the brakes. But mm-hmm. now I'm home. Here I go. Here I go. <laughs> Here I go. Oh Off my we God. Go. Blonde in time for España too. Exactly. Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> Barcelona. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. I'll send you photos. I know. I, I'll see it. Yeah. We have a date tomorrow. True. Via Zoom. True. Um, anyway. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Quinn, what was your manic pixie moment of the week? My manic pixie moment of the week was I started, um, as I said, I've been reading a lot. And, um, like, as I was reading, I was like, what if I tried to write a book? Okay. <laughs> so I was like, I was randomly like, I'm not trying to write a book. Well, I actually, I don't know. So I said, I got this concept for like a short story because I recently rewatched Heartstopper, um, mm-hmm. more on that later, but, um, and so I was thinking about love relationships and then I got a little idea in my noggin for a little story and so I started typing type 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 and so for like two nights I put like a couple hours into it and I have like four like pretty much like 1.25 space like pages of like stuff so far and yeah but it made me feel very much like in my bed like late at night just like I love that right weaving a little tail yeah um and so, yeah, I don't know. I want to experiment with long form fiction. It's yada yada the artist way. Um, just, you know, mm-hmm. opening me up and yeah, making so me think because I was reading some books and I was like, you know what? <laughs> okay, now let me I've been try. Thinking. <laughs> okay, that was good. Now let me try. <laughs> let me try. Very angel book. mommy. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Love it. But I think that brings us to the end of our episode today, Becca. Wow. We've done it again. If you want to keep up with you, how can they do so? They can follow me on Instagram at Becca Hobart. Mm-hmm. They can follow me on Twitter at Beck's Gloss. Mm-hmm. And they can follow me on TikTok at Where Y'all Growing During World War Three. They can also find me at the Plant Cemetery. Quinn, where can the people keep up with you individually? I am at Quinn P. Murphy on both Instagram and TikTok. I am getting TikTok clout based off of, because Becca and I, something about us is we keep going viral on TikTok. Mm, literally. <laughs> no, literally, guys. We talked about the virality in our last episode, but now it's grown even more. 
it's even gotten worse. We're reaching new <laughs> audiences. No, and better. I took a I took a picture because I was randomly looking at our TikTok the other day. Mm-hmm. And it was an angel number, our followers. Was it three through three? No, it was two two two. Oh my god. And I looked it up. Wait. This is really important. Yeah, it is. Angel number meaning. Okay. Two 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 angel number meaning. Two 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 is representative or is a message of hope, representative of balance, harmony, life choices, commitment, compromise, and trust. It's a oh sign you can it's a sign you can build on your current situation to achieve your goals and more. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Omen for our little pod here. It is. Um, And so yeah, Quinn P. Murphy on Instagram and TikTok, Quinny P123 on Twitter. And so Becca, how can people keep up with the show? Oh, of course. We are Manic Pixie Jump Scare on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube, where we have our podcast uploaded at length in video form Mm -hmm. and also exclusive content. So if you're not over there and subscribed, where even are you right now? Yes. And be on the lookout because this week there will be some exclusive content that was cut for time from our last couple episodes. Becca and I just filmed a cheeky little exclusive that will probably be coming out in the next couple of weeks. And so the YouTube game is about to be stepped up a little bit when it comes to MPJ. Mm-hmm. But there are, our YouTube has been growing, which is good. The TikTok yes, is definitely. bringing a lot of people. So yeah. Yeah. And also yeah. write into us. Please, dear God, manicpixiejumpscare at gmail.com. We love we to hear, hear from you. Anything. Anything. Secrets secrets please if you have a oh secret we Tell we us. will not say your name just just put in the email like anonymous don't say my whatever. name anonymous yeah make yeah. a new account and send it from there um yeah. And like, tell us a secret. Did you kill somebody? We want to know. I want to know. Let Actually, me know. Maybe not that one, but like, if there was something fun, like a secret you've been like wanting to get off your chest, send it to me and Becca. And that's like, yeah, out there, you know? Yeah. You'll feel so much better. I swear. Yeah. I swear. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> We're inviting something, certainly. Um, so, so yeah. No. All right. Well, we're Quinn. Quinn. And, and we're, we're Becca. Becca. And, and thank, thank you, you for listening. Manic Pixie Jump Scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy. Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart. And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.